You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Are You Screening podcast. I'm your host, AreYouScreening.com's own Mark Eastman. And with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And I'm just... There's something about the way you moved out of the corner. I know. Of my I just, I was that, like, you uh, asked like me if I was ready. It was funny for I'm no ready. Reason. And then I'm like, well, oh, I need water. I'm not ready. I'm going to drink on camera. Uh, all right. So this week, as you know, if you've been paying attention, uh, we're going to try and do a lot of catch up. Oh, I was going to ask you actually, um, Mary Poppins. Yeah. You did not. I haven't seen it yet. Get to that one. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. I know that would have been a great. Uh, yeah, I'll <laughs> I'll just throw that out since uh, it's not out yet, and right. uh, actually my embargo on it ended, ended yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. yesterday, so um, I really liked it. Yeah, and uh, this will just be me since nine, you haven't seen it. But, ten, eight. You know, I think I might probably be ten. Uh, <sighs> and, and this is Whoa. that. This is a movie where Damn. I feel like you kind of you kind of have to. Uh, reveal your biases, right? Right. <laughs> so, like, if you didn't like Mary Poppins, right, you don't need to show up, right? If you don't right. like musicals, or yeah, if you, right, <laughs> you know, then don't bother. Uh, you know, if you went to Cats like my wife uh, and texted me at an intermission and said, yeah. "Do you know what this is about?" <laughs> you know, right. then uh, you know who knows. Cat the Cats. Live action movie isn't for you or whatever. Right. So, you know, you have to know what you're getting into. I don't really like musicals, except the ones that I do. (laughs) Right. So You and I are in the same boat like this. Like, I I feel like I'm in kind of a weird place for musicals. Most of the time, I really hate musicals. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a very weird thing. But I can watch a musical and go, this is the dumbest nonsense crap that's happening. Yeah. Right. But I like Mary Poppins. Yeah. You're a big fan <laughs> of the I, I, of the original. I really yeah. like the original. And even though it's it's like screwy and goofy and yeah. y- you know, you got the cartoon parts and you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It's it, it's crazy and but I I really like it, right? Yeah. And uh and this one is it I thought it was great. I thought it was really, really good. Man, and I thought there. for me it was kind of like um you know, if you go back to Into the Woods, right? Right. Apart from the fact that in general I like some of the actors, right? There's okay. there's nothing about that movie that I should like. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, right. and yet okay. I, was wondering I, where you were I going liked with this. it. Yeah. I, I don't think I was like 10 on that one. Um, no. I, I, I might have been, but like eight or nine or something. But yeah. I mean, I liked it. It yeah. was fun. Um, and it's, huh. uh, you know, it's the same director it's the same it's the yeah. same crew right it's a lot of the same people actually behind this and that and i i thought it was really great when wow. that comes out uh you're gonna you're gonna want to see it if, if there's any you know movie critics say this all the time right. uh, to the extent that it doesn't mean anything anymore but if there's any chance that you will like this movie you will like this movie right, right. <laughs> if you well i'm that i'm that like, cause I love, I, I mean, I remember Mary Poppins, the original, I don't right. dote on it. I, I remember it strongly. And probably if I had to sit down and watch it, I'd remember more than I remember remembering. But we've, ta- we've talked about this before. I think in some ways, 
speaking for me, and I guess this is almost throwing you into it too, is I feel like I'm the perfect litmus test for whether a musical is good because I don't like musicals. Right. right. So if I like it, it better be awesome. Right. But I like some really bad musicals. Right. But that doesn't mean they're bad. That just means they, they got me. You but, know? Y- you know, I'll tell you, musicals are, and we won't uh, talk about this forever, but musicals are the weirdest things, I think. Yeah. In the movie world. Uh, and And maybe it's just me. Like, if you're of a younger generation or an older generation, right. you probably have a whole different take and, and library of experience and, and yeah. everything right yeah um but most <laughs> of the time like i said yeah. most of the time i really hate musicals yeah uh, uh, uh unless it's like one of the few that i like that stands out even yeah. even like the sound of music right my wife loves the sound of music <laughs> yeah. everyone loves the sound of music and i'm kind of like yeah. Ugh. right whatever right. i mean it's okay it's fine right yeah it's fine it's, fine. it's exactly what it is yeah but you, but like I said, Mary Poppins I really liked. I really liked Into the Woods. You know the the most bonkers thing about it. Uh, you know the uh, the Pirates of Penzance, mm-hmm. the really old, yeah. like who is it? Like Christy C- McNichol mm-hmm. or something. I loved that. I loved movie. that when I was on <laughs> as a kid, and it was on HBO. I, I like, loved oh my God. that movie. Yeah, and and I still like it, and yeah. it's it's totally bonkers yeah. and it's like people who like musicals are going what are you talking about right idiot? you like that right? yeah you are it's so like, uncultured it's, yeah it's like the a-team of musicals I, or something. You know, <laughs> if somebody said you can have a free round trip airfare trip week anywhere you got to watch three musicals again it, right. you know there's <laughs> right. certain ones that aren't getting on there there are certain ones that are and people are gonna shrug and go what is that guy doing right. and i'm like i'll watch grease too all day <laughs> right. like tough shit you know south park I'll watch, I'll watch that. Right, That's South a musical. Park, now we're That's getting a musical. into a whole other place. That's a musical. Now we've ex- we've gone too far. Now no. No. <laughs> That's a musical. It's got more musical so numbers you, than you, anything else. You go uh, off I your, push. on your This is what I'm saying. And then All eventually. Right. I'm there. Whatever. Anyway. Streets of Fire? Uh, no, Streets of Fire is good. See, I'm I, telling you. Uh, Streets of Fire is really good. I don't know that I necessarily I don't call it like a musical. I don't either. It's just a- It's a rock and roll fable. It's just a movie that has a lot of music yeah, in it. Yeah, no, it isn't. Because the characters don't uh, sing to and progress it, any action. Right, right. You know? and, it, and it has a great soundtrack. And, but I like saying it to people. And you know what's great about it? Wow. It's a Western. I know. I, my friend, I just got my friend to watch that. I don't know if he has yet. This week, he'd never seen it. And I gave him a list of things like Dreamscape, Streets of Fire, you know, all these things. And he's like, I never saw Streets of Fire. And I'm like, I'm kind of envious. <laughs> like, there are days I wish I could see Lethal Weapon for the first time or Predator for the first time or Streets of Fire. And right. that was one of those days where I'm like, I just can't watch Willem Dafoe in leather overalls again <laughs> right, without thinking, right. all right. Anyway, this is a lot of digression. All right, yeah. Sorry. Uh, we're going on forever. So, so anyway, Mary Poppins as is great. Huh? I wow. was saying, uh, <laughs> if you've been paying attention, you know that we are going to be doing like a lot of catch up. Yeah. And uh, and we're wow. what we're not going to do, even though we probably should. Yeah. Uh, and and we're going to have like a break from the show until after Christmas. And so yeah. the first show we come back after Christmas, we will hit hard on like critics choice nominations yeah right because the nominations came out and we should definitely talk about that and especially like compare and contrast the golden globes and yeah what's a snub and what's not we we will get into all that but we're there's no way we have time to do it today uh anyway as i keep trying to say and don't (laughs) uh we're playing uh serious catch-up so we're gonna hit four movies uh, today, hopefully, and uh, one of them the, is the reason that it made me think of the Critics' Choice. One of them is the favorite, 
Yeah, <clears throat> which uh, led nominations uh, yeah. at the on the Critics Choice and it got nominated for everything. Yeah, pretty much right, which is awesome. Yep, and uh, a little bit of a shift from the Golden Globes because it got a bunch of nominations for the Golden Globes, but it didn't get like it didn't get director, right? And uh, didn't get I think one or two was, other things like it didn't get. It you know, big. I don't even like, know, like costume design. Yeah, it was something like that was a something given. Something like it, it didn't yeah. get. Um, Not given like it should where win, it but did, given it should get nominated. It did, uh, it did get it for the Creek's Choice. So yeah. I think it was like, God, I can't even remember now, but I feel like it was about 14. Yeah. It was like somewhere 13 or 14 or whatever nominations, which is crazy. And I think it's awesome because our last show, right. when I was talking <laughs> about uh, your ghost Lanthimos. Yep. And, and I said, this is how Hollywood should work. This is how I wish Hollywood worked. Right? right. You, you make some crazy thing that's actually good and original and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you get like another one. And then, yeah. you know, pretty soon you get to have Colin Farrell. Yeah, and right. People right. pay more attention <laughs> to you. And then all, and then finally you get a bunch of money <laughs> yeah. and, and you've got a budget enough to make, Something that's kind of a big spectacle, Your time and period has piece, castles, yeah, and, right, yeah, and huge costume budget and the whole thing, right? Yeah, <clears throat> and you get uh, some pretty big names in it, and and the whole thing, and then you make, and then everyone then we see goes, what you can Whoa. do, right, right, <laughs> and then now, uh, now all of a sudden you're nominated for like everything, right. and right. this is like the Peter Jackson route of filmmaking, and so then that's what happened, you know, and it's, yeah, and it, it's so cool. Anyway, so we're going to do the favorite, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Black Klansman, and Leave No Trace. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think what we're going to have to do, because obviously time is uh, of the essence, right? Yeah. Because I could do two of these movies for a In whole two show. two seconds? Oh, I was going to say, I could do one uh, show for most of those, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I could, do, I could do two of these for the uh, whole hour and then some. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll see what happens. Uh, it'll be interesting to see um, because now that we've said our three, our four movies before we go into them, right? right? Three of these I really liked, and one of them I didn't really care for all that much. Because I wasn't even paying attention to the <laughs> list again. Well, I feel a little bad that the favorite's going to get shorted, and that Black Klansman is going to get shorted for sure. Because I feel like there's hours right. there. Right. We'll see which one you <clears throat> loathe, yeah. but. Anyway. Okay, so I think the way that we're going to start for me because I'm in charge, yeah, is uh, today R- Ralph breaks the internet, right? Oh, okay. Because uh, <coughs> you know you probably That's the one you hate the no- most. Nobody needs to say that much about it, whether you love it right. or hate it, right? I mean, it's Ralph too, right? right. So right. Uh, we're going to start with Ralph breaks the internet, and uh, we're going to try and get quickly through all these movies. Ah. I did not love this movie. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> and I really loved the first one. Yeah. Really loved the first one. Uh, this one, for me, was uh, such a weird commercial, just, I don't know, it was it was sad almost, <laughs> especially for a lot of parts of it. There were a lot of parts of it where you'd go for about 10 minutes, and all of a sudden you'd kind of like, snap out of it a little bit and go, I've been watching an ad for 10 minutes. <laughs> like it's right. just, yeah. 
They didn't do anything except say eBay 5,000 times mm-hmm. in the last 10 minutes. What happened? Where am I? Why am I here? Anyway, uh, so I gave this one a six. Yeah, I was a little off. On I that. was really depressed by this one. And if it wasn't for uh, John C. Riley and Sarah Silverman, yeah. I would have probably given this like a three. Yeah. Uh, if it wasn't for the fact that they at least actually got some clever, funny <laughs> things yeah. into it a little bit, right? But this, for me, this felt like such a weirdly strained sequel. Like yeah. it was, it felt to me like you took the writers and said, we're going to give you this bag of money if you're done in like a week. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> because we have to start making we gotta do it, it tomorrow. right now. Right, yeah. It's not like, I, I mean, I, I feel... <clears throat> I feel like animated movies, it should be even harder to get a sequel, right? Right. Because wow. unless unless you start making the sequel while you're making the first movie, yeah. <laughs> right? It takes so long to do it. So <laughs> it's not like, you know, like a lot of movies, you film it for like two months, right. three months, you're and done. You're unless done. it's a giant thing, right? Yeah. But, you know, an animated movie like this, you got like a couple of years. It's years. And you got like a big team of people you're paying yeah. and, you know, whatever. So uh, if you don't even have any idea for the sequel when the first one comes out. Right. Now all of a sudden you got to write something. You're hustling. Yeah, right. And, then, and right. you got to be... You got to be making it while you're writing it. Yeah, all right. stuff. This just felt so much to me like a movie that it, like the first one surprised them by being as, as popular, popular as yeah. it was. And then all of a sudden they said, well, what are we going to do? Like wait four years before the sequel comes out? <laughs> then yeah, everyone right. completely forgets about it. So it just felt so rushed. It was paid for, you know, at least 50% of it was paid for by everyone we were doing ads for. Right. And and it was everywhere, you know, yeah. like the eBay was everywhere. Yeah, and right. And there were a couple of other things, too, that, you know, pop up. And it, I don't know. It, just, it, it wasn't, it didn't, it didn't have the fun of the first one either. Yeah. Right. And it's and not. sparingly it did, you know, a little bit, but. I don't know. Anyway, in places it really works. It, the problem is, it's just under two hours. It's it's an hour and fifty two minutes. I just looked out of curiosity to see when Wreck It Ralph came out, and that's two thousand twelve. And I don't believe that. <laughs> right. That's impossible. Yeah. Like six years. I know we've been doing the show a long time, but that means we've been doing the show over six years because right. that was not the first film we did. The year Wreck It Ralph came out, I know it was number one on my list, and I think it was pretty high it wasn't maybe if it wasn't one it was two but you had it surprisingly yeah, it, high and we might have both had it wasn't it. one we might have but i really liked three. it i i know for I sure i gave stunned. it a 10 and i yeah. really really loved it yeah. i was stunned by it because it wasn't just like a kid's film it was the kid adult film that has all the messages for people that are not just watching an animated film with their kids. It was all these interesting things about friendship and disability and acceptance and real heavy left, you know, heavy, heavy things, heavy lessons that I didn't have to do all the lifting for the best part about this. And it was world building and it had such and it was, a great it had voice premise. Cast. Yeah. Not right. because we found someone who's the biggest name we can. Right. Right. But because John Riley wasn't, but because we found people that, yeah, they, like their voice and their ability to mm-hmm. act, you know, really works. Even even in in as far as uh, 
the fix it guy. Yeah, right. Uh, whoever that fix is, it Felix. Yeah, um, uh, and, and he oh, is God, yeah. he's the perfect guy, and he you know he's that guy from uh, Jack uh, McBrayer. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, he's uh, um, from Thirty Rock. Yeah. Who's like the guy? He's like the perfect voice. He is awesome. Anyway, well, the film. You know, they did a lot of world building, even though for people of our age, the world building wasn't necessarily that difficult. We'd been in arcades half our lives, you know. This time, we've all been on the internet. It doesn't take a whole lot to build the world that we're on all the time. There's a bit of a weird thing where I always I always cringe at the decisions to include monoliths, you know, in, in a certain time period of filmmaking, Friendster was the big thing. <laughs> And MySpace. Right, and those right, things are right. like, obviously, no one's heard of them or uses them anymore. When you use something like eBay and Google, those are probably going to stick around for 20 years, but maybe not. Maybe right. they'll be gone. So everyone's like, what are these made up categories? When the film works, it works very well and it's touching and it's heartfelt. And it's about a story that is reliant on the flexibility and elasticity of friendships. Like, the real lesson here is don't be a dick. Don't be a, a obsessive, like controlling, manipulative, you know, clingy friend. Let your friendships grow. Like there's right. there's something there, but it doesn't always know how to hold it and address it. When it when it sidesteps it, it can be really fun, uh, and it can be really boring. Yeah. You know, there are things here where it's really just like it. It isn't a hot or cold film for me. It runs somewhere between four and seven almost all the time. When it's really on. I was like seven and a half, you know, yeah. I, I, that's, that's where I'm at when it's, when it's off and it feels vacant and it's stumbling and it just seems like it has to get to the next set piece. It still does it well, but it's noticeable. And I never yeah. noticed the seams in the other film. And, and no. And, and it doesn't really, it, it, the surprising thing for me was that, so here's our story. Here's our, you know, themes and yeah. all this stuff. And then it felt like it didn't really get anywhere with it, right? When it gets to the point where it, we've got, like, the giant monster. Right. Uh, all of a sudden, everything's really dumb, kind of. And and it's not actually getting anywhere where it's giving you some kind of, like, conclusion to all the mm -hmm. stuff it was talking about. It just kind of talks about the stuff and then goes, you know, like you said, right, like, don't do that. <laughs> in, in, a, in a weird it, way. But it doesn't really, yeah. doesn't really manage it exactly in the sense that you kind of get somewhere. It's yeah. like accidentally it stops. And yeah, so right. <clears throat> don't do that, I guess, is I, what I'm supposed to take I from like, it. I like that there really is no antagonist here except themselves. You know, right. this doesn't give anything away, but the, you know, the... Right, computer the big, the viruses. Big thing, the big the, thing here at the end is the villain is insecurity. Yeah. You know, and that's that's a fun lesson for everything. I I cringed when uh, the eBay joke never landed and went really, really hard. And I thought, that's not for me. That's for my seven-year-old nephew who's sitting in this chair right. next to my six-year-old niece. And they're squirming because they're yelling at the screen, it's eBay. Like, that's a joke for them. I get it. <laughs> and there are some of those there, but... It, it's it's got a strange pace to it. It's got a strange feeling to it. The funny thing about this film that's different than the other, which I guess I can end on so we can move forward, is I had more fun talking about this film with other people that had seen it than I had watching the film. Right. When we sat down and talked about the stuff we liked and what was fun and what we wished had happened, and, you know, there are small things here and there that I, I love the 
the very fast and fleeting social commentary about internet usage that Yes gives them. Like, oh, yeah, oh, right, right, yeah right. you're going to copy something that already exists? That's genius. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, okay, <laughs> wait a minute. You know, there's a lot of stuff there, but it's so quick. I never saw the best part of the film. Uh, I know they released it earlier, which I don't really know why they did that. Um, the whole pancake with the, thing. With and... the princess stuff, with oh, all the Disney princesses. Right, right. There's a moment of self-awareness here that I loved that I don't think that they quite had the confidence to push as much as they should have. But once... Disney is a thing in the world of the movie. Like, there's all kinds of fun stuff that's happening. There's right, stormtroopers right, right. and Disney princesses and everything going on. Um, the stuff with the Disney princesses is almost single-handedly the best stuff in the film across the whole movie because it, it shows up it a couple is, times. It is, it is, but you know, even with like the stormtroopers and stuff, like you know, in one way, it is kind of the best stuff because it's pretty, it's pretty cool. It's clever. Right? It's it's neat. But on the other hand. It's also kind of the worst stuff, right? Because it's just like I don't know. I'm Disney, Let's so just I'm gonna just put in. this in, and yeah, you'll it's like lazy. it. Be, you, yeah, yeah, it is. You'll like it because you like Disney princesses, right. and here they are. And oh, yep. you didn't expect them to be in this movie. That's and the <laughs> and the big problem with that fleetingly here is when you open up that door, that's a different movie. That's yeah, a, yeah. that's a bigger, right. crazier film. Now we're in Ready Player One land. And right. you should explore that. And you better do something it. with it. Not just right. keep it to, you know, the the internet highway, which shows us glimpses of things. If they'd been speeding along their internet search cars and seen a Disney castle in the background, I'd have gotten it. Then I get fine, it. right. You know, yeah. because you see all these and, other things. But and uh, and we've got we to <clears> move, move on. Move but, on. Anyway. but, you know, the, the weird thing about this is the best parts of this movie for me are the ones that they almost seem like they don't want to pay that much attention to because, yeah. you know, they've got Disney princesses to get involved. But, right. you know, like when they go to that, uh, th- when they're walking around and, and there's the click here to yeah, the pop-up like pop oh, guy. the pop-up guy. When they go to like his apartment yeah. or oh, whatever. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> it was That awesome. was really great. And I'm like, man, I just want to watch that movie. Me where too. Where we're like, we're getting into like the meat of <coughs> yep. saying something about yep. things, you know? That was really cool. And there anyway. was some weird derivative stuff like when they go to that guy that's got the little brother on yeah. his shoulder. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I saw this whole scene. That's a scene that I wish they'd just cut. That's a whole scene that I'd seen in every Austin Powers film. <laughs> right. Mole. Like if I say mole, like you ought to know right. what I mean. Like Don't. that, I'm like, I've seen this before. What are we doing this? Anyway. Right. Anyway, I still think it's worth seeing. I just think it was it a strange, is. it was and, a strange letdown the, a little the from kids how will great probably like it, it. But yeah, it, it feels very much like, you know, the sophomore effort. Yeah. Uh, the sophomore your, slump. Yeah. Yeah. So that one's uh, hopefully, if there's uh, if there's more, they yeah. will uh, they will turn a corner. Next, All right. Uh, so mm-hmm. next, we're gonna uh, try to get quickly through. Leave no trace. Right. And uh, you know, a lot of people are talking about this movie. Lo- I was surprised and, uh, how many people were going on about this. And uh, it's it it's one of those movies. It's really cool because it's kind of just the two people. Yeah. <laughs> and. Yeah. Uh, it's the guy and and his daughter, and they are basically living off the grid. Yep. He is uh, he's a veteran, and he's got some kind of like PTSD or yeah. or combination of other things or whatever it is, uh, to where basically he just has to live off the grid. Yeah, he can't right? be around they, people for long. They live uh, in a national park in Oregon. Yep. And they just kind of go from camp to camp. They'll stay one place for a little while, whatever. And they just 
live off the land. Right. Apparently, he he gets some money yeah. from being a veteran, Military I guess, stuff. or whatever. That's what I took. Yeah. So like, and it's based on it's based on a book, and yeah. um, from what I've heard, it's awesome book. Um, and so they go into town like once a week and get some supplies and, yeah, you know, whatever. And, uh, they get found and, and then, uh, they get kind of, you know, you can't live in the national park. So right. they, they get set up with a place to live and stuff, but then he leaves again and, and they leave again and whatever. Right. Hilarity ensues. Right. I mean, then right. it's just more of the same. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so I gave this one an eight. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, and I wished I could give it a ten, right? Yeah. And he, my m- the summary of this movie for me, I liked both of them. Yep. I I liked the screenplay. Uh, I'm I'm curious to read the book now. Yeah. Um, but if this movie could, if this movie was just her, it would have been ten. I think she was 10. I think she was great in yeah. everything she did. Yeah. He was good. Ben Foster is pretty good. But he is in general. Yeah. But I somehow just did not think that he lived up to her. I, I felt like she was doing yeah. a better job of being that person than he was of being really a specific individual as opposed to like a set of problems, and yeah, it, I know what you mean. You know, yeah, and I see that. Uh, and, I get that. And, and it wasn't, you know, I didn't there's no give it slight a two against or it. Anything. No, I know there's no slight about <laughs> it's it. Just, it's just if that was a different. Uh, and I think, yeah, and I, I, I think, uh, for me, if it, if it would have had, if we'd have found a way to adjust the pace a little bit, uh, pick it, it up a it, little. It, yeah, it, yeah, it, it, right. it would have, it would have gone up. <laughs> And then I think at the end, and I can't, you know, speak for the book, so probably lots of people have read the book and will say, no, you're crazy because that's how it is in the book. Right. When we get towards the end of the movie, yep. all that happens really is that we make dad more and more of a dick. Yeah. As opposed to someone who is like lost in this problem. Right. right. And, and is, you know, just can't <clears throat> control themselves. It's like right. it's like he's an addict. Yeah. Right. Or right. whatever. I was right? just going to say that. Yeah. And instead of really kind of bringing us in that direction, it's it's almost like he's just, you know, I'm just a dick who likes to live alone. So yeah. don't like me too much. Right. And then at the end, it'll be okay right. or something. I, I don't know. So, you know, that's just uh, how the direction and acting worked out i mean because it th- that's not a problem that happens in the screenplay exactly, yeah right 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 but i i don't know there was some the closer we got to the end the more i felt like the movie was trying to guide me in a certain direction of like not l- liking himness and huh. his motivation being sort of confusing yeah because he was just kind of being an asshole and it it didn't feel like the story I was supposed to be getting right, right. exactly. This and is so I don't know. That just kind of brought it down for me. It was really, really good. It's pretty similar, right? It's weird. Sometimes I take flack at home for you know how was the show? Oh, you guys loved it. Well, how long did you rag on it? You know, or you hated it? How long did you praise it? Right, you know, right. one of these kind of things. 
which is not terribly unfair, but sometimes it is. I felt like the first half of this film, if not the first half, the first 40 minutes absolutely is so good, so subtle, so effective. All the character stuff that's happening, I found that I cared about them very quickly because they actually get separated. Like you said, they get found to be camping on public property, uh, public land, and they can't do that. They, She has a great line, I'm paraphrasing, where she's like, why can't we just go home? And she's like, well, that, that wasn't home. She's like, that's where we live. And you're like, you can live any way you want. You just can't live there. Right. You, can't, you can live like right. this. You just can't live like this there. It's public land. So there's a dilemma there, and I found when they were separated and both going through what is tantamount to social services, making sure she's not neglected, that he's really her dad, yada, yada. I actually cared about them both. Uh, you know, I, I believed her. She's great. You know, yeah. she's so solid. If the first half of the mil, uh, film is designed to be terribly effective and a representative of the book, then the last half of the film, I feel like I needed to have read the book. I feel like there's a for, lot of stuff there a lot of it, yeah. that if somebody read the book, they would see the the gaps in the storytelling that I'm seeing that I don't know the story of, and right. maybe it's fleshed out more. Because for me, I gave it a seven, and it was a regretful seven because I was enjoying the hell out of it. But by the time we reach the midway point, I need to see her, though she loves her father, and in a non-sexual way, is in love with her father. like Because right. he's her whole world, and, and that's... That's a weird thing to maybe say, but I think you'd get it in the film. It's not perverted. It's just, it's just their situation. I need to see her in some way to facilitate the end that I get estranged from him in a way, not from his love, but from their running from everything. And right. I don't. She just so, at one point says to him, like, I'm not going. Right. And there needs to be conflict about how she's tired of this life. Why can't they stay? There needs to be a conflict of character there. Because you're right. In a way, he is not the exact same character. And I don't even know when to point to. But there's a switch where after he has an accident, it's almost like it doesn't change him. But he just really shifts into a lower gear than needs for the story to succeed. Right. And she's already ahead of him. Especially. And I didn't get any of that. Especially so when where they are. Yeah. After he gets injured. Right. Right. <clears throat> when they first show up there and he's got to let his leg heal and everything. And right. they first get there. The movie kind of leads you into a place where you're going, well, shit, now they're gold. They're here, right. This is what they want. They're on right. private land. They're right. set. They're, they're all they're right. all good. Yep. Except that it still doesn't work for him. Right. Too many things. And yeah. we get a little bit of that. I think, so the movie talks about um, how mom died, right? Yeah. Yep. I think if we'd have been in that place, once they get there, and we would have just had something... Yeah. Of when exactly did mom die? Right. How old was she? Yeah. Were they living in a house when mom was alive? When right. mom was alive, was it okay right. to, to be home? To have yeah. an actual right. home? Yeah. Or were they all living Always in the woods like this or yeah. whatever? Right. Like if we had something that we could, uh, you know, attach to her mind mm -hmm. and her experiences from before, like, you know, maybe mom only died like three years ago right, and they right. were in a house. And yeah. now she's only been doing this for three years and she's getting older. Right. And finally she goes, well, look, man. Yeah, I need uh, that other life. Uh, this like is this. getting crazy now, right? right? Yeah. Now we're now we're uh, driving to another, you know, part of the country or whatever. Like yeah. we we were in with the 18-wheeler getting a ride or I what, love that whatever it was, too. right? Yeah. Uh, and, and then maybe we could get a little bit more 
yeah out of figuring out what's going on in her head like yeah. we had some kind of that backstory or something that yeah i agree gave you something like that it's just but still there's it something was missing it there is but still um i really liked it and for me this it, it was worth it just to watch both of them yeah uh, i didn't you know, like I said, I didn't like him as much, although he's still really good. Yeah. But like just to watch people do this, it yeah, is and this, worth it, even if it doesn't quite make it look, to a 10. I got to tell still, you, it, you need to be doing something very successful in order to engage me in just walking through the woods and picking berries. Right, right. You know, it, it's not that the cinematography is stellar and the soundtrack was amazing. It, those things were great. But there is something, there was a, there's a chemistry there with them and with the story they're showing that works for the first 45 minutes with no effort. I right. mean, I know there's right. a lot of effort, but it, it looks effortless and then it stumbles and it doesn't quite pick up. But for that first chunk of time, and there's not a ton of dialogue, it's and really yeah, just like quiet the stuff. Weird, the weird thing too. Yeah, and it's great. The weird thing be- between that first and second half yeah. is that in the first half, it, it, it's bizarre because in the first half- Almost nothing happens. Yeah. <clears throat> and and they do it perfectly. Yeah. And then they get to the second half and then they're like, well shit, all this stuff Everything has to has happen. To happen right. And then and they they're not quite as good yeah. at getting all these elements to suddenly happen, right? Mm-hmm. They have to I mean, they get found pretty early, actually. Yeah, it's but, not, yeah. But, you know, we've got like the Christmas tree guy and we've got the mm-hmm. truck driver and we've got the mm-hmm. whole new little place we have to go to yeah. and the trailer part kind of i mean it's a trailer park, it is in essence it's really it's in not the woods like right? it's yeah. like right. uh, but all this stuff has to happen and they don't quite you know it's just a little bit shy of connecting all those dots i bet it's great in the book to the same degree that they so awesomely did everything yeah. at the beginning so yeah. It, and it was weird. It, it didn't like precipitously fall off for me. I'm just watching it. I got a little frustrated and then I thought, well, give it a sec. It'll tie it together. And then when it didn't, though, I actually, the last scene, the very last scene, I love that. Like I love yeah, how, yeah. I'm not going to ruin it, but it, it's him and it's perfect. And I was like, God, it's like, I just want, now I want 20 more minutes. Like right. fill this thing in. I was just a little bummed about it because it could have been it nine. It really for me. was. And here's the here's the thing for those who don't know, right? It's uh, it's based on a book, but it's based on a book about a real a real person, person and, yeah. and her real story. And it's not. Yeah. It's just that it's not like an autobiography or right. anything. It's a guy who wrote it. It's actually a guy. I'm pretty sure he's like an English professor. Yeah. Um, and and if I remember that right, and uh, you know he he wrote this person's whole story or whatever. So this is like a real thing. Yeah. Right. (laughs) And, and, but for me, uh, you know, I liked it so much and it's funny this time of year going through movie after movie, after movie, after Mm -hmm. movie, right. This is, uh, without a doubt, right. The boring movie. (laughs) That's only about two people that you have to see this year. Right. Right. (laughs) There is, there's no movie if, – if you are looking at a bunch of movies, you have a choice of a bunch of movies, and you look at all the you know the synopsis of the movie, what's this one about, right? Right. And you set aside all the ones that sound really boring. Right. Right. This right. is the this one is you the have one to watch. You, yeah, this is the one that stands <laughs> out. all of those movies. And this even though I'm watch. a little sour on it than you, I actually – I told a few people that I know would like this. Like, just watch this when you can. Like, right. I think you'll right. really – I think you'll really dig it, so right. – um, I, again, it's another movie that if there's any chance you'll like it, 
You'll like it. Yeah, <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll dig, really yeah, like you'll it. Really if you look it. at this movie, if you like watch the trailer of this movie and go, oh, that might be good. Right. Then you're yeah. gold, right? You you're, know, no Jedis, no sharks, no laser no. beams, just, you know, a story, a good story. So. All right. So now we've got to jump into uh, Black Can't. Black Klansman. Right. right. <laughs> I try to read that with I know, extra I do too. K. The I'm KKKs. Like <laughs> yep. Uh, so Spike Lee movie, also uh, based on true events. Yeah. Uh, this, is the, this is the uh, black cop who became a member of the KKK. Yep. Uh, this, this all really <laughs> happened. Uh, I mean, all. I say all, but. This is know, based on. This is what you love. Based on true events. You know, didn't yeah. necessarily happen. Yeah. But it is, it's based on true events, but it's very closely tied Mm-hmm. in what happens right. um like the major events that you see yeah are are really pretty accurate yeah. right like all the trash talk in the police squad oh, yeah. or whatever yeah. may not have actually happened or right, whatever right. but all your major events really events. happened yeah. he uh he really uh was on the phone a lot with david yeah. duke they really they really had the I'm the phone version of this cop. <laughs> yeah. You're the actual yeah. version of this what cop. A great scene too. Like I need you to be me. He's like, yeah. how am I gonna be you? Now you us. now you have to practice being me yeah. for a while I love so it. that you convince me and all this stuff. And uh, if it wasn't based on true events, that's a great friggin' idea. Like it's such a fun. I mean, I don't if mean it fun wasn't like racism on, isn't fun. If it but. wasn't based on true events. It would be hard to sell. This is like it, a Bean John Malkovich kind of thing. Of those this is movies. so fun. Yeah. This is one of those movies where I think Spike Lee needs it to say based on true events at the beginning, because if it didn't and he made it up out of nothing, right. you'd, you'd just like, go, "Bah, you're whatever. just pushing the buttons." But yeah, again. you're just yeah. being ridiculous. No, man, that really happened. Yeah, yeah, and especially when you get like David Duke involved, right? And, and right. the you know, it's one thing, <laughs> and uh, I guess all the KKK members can write to me or whatever. Yeah, it's one thing to get <laughs> like good. these four idiot redneck kkk people you know and dupe them or whatever it's another thing to like dupe the whole organization and and everything yeah all the way up the line right Right. and uh you know to go to this like big meeting or whatever when he actually comes to town and the whole thing i mean anyway uh so it's um the, and the one thing I have to say even before I say anything else is I nom I nominated Adam Driver and he he yeah. got the nomination yeah he's awesome in this movie he is awesome and I like him anyway yeah um and it's weird because I didn't at first the first couple things I saw him in Me I too. didn't love him and then I liked him I didn't love him in Star Wars but he was he's good okay. he was good enough for me. But in in a lot of other stuff, he's in a movie, and I can't remember the name of it right now, but he's in a Greta Gerwig movie, and he's only in it for a really short time, but he's so good in it, you know? Anyway, uh, but in this, he's he's really good, and he's kind of weirdly able to... (laughs) Make you believe he's doing this nonsensical I know. thing. I know. <laughs> I know. It's weirdly it, effective. It, it really is. And he's he's got like every side of it, you know? He's got like the side when they're in the station yeah. talking about the craziness of it. Yeah. And then when he actually goes into the house and now he's portraying the person. Yeah. And like every part of it, you believe that he's 
that exact guy. Those scenes and it's when so he goes bonkers. in and you know he's he's so nervous because he's in with the Vipers, you know, and he's exposed and you know you know why he should feel that way. Adam somehow plays like I'm just going to show a little nervousness, just like a little two out of 10. Right. But I'm like 15 out of 10 inside because right. I don't know who I'm going to shoot first, and, but I've got to get out of here. And what's really great about it, um, <laughs> I, I guess we've sort of given a summary of the movie and now we're. Yeah, right. Okay. Now we're jumping cool. off. Um, so before we do anything else, right. um, I gave this a nine. Well, that's what I. Yeah, I thought and, you'd give it a nine. And I, I would have given this a 10. Yep. Except that uh, for me, the stuff at the end is just too much. I know. Right. You've already made <laughs> I, your point. I can't, I can't deal but with that. Spike uh, can't not movie, do that. Right? I knew that was coming too, but Spike can't not do that. I thought, yeah. I know. I thought a different version of that was coming, right? Oh, I thought it was going to be hard. I thought it was going to be overkill. Uh, I, I, what I didn't think was coming was specifically using actual footage yeah, right. actual temporarily recent footage actual news yeah. reels of stuff and, yeah. and and that i just i can't give you a 10 that might have been <laughs> after the fact too if the film had wrapped early enough he would have had to have made the conscious decision to say hey that's the end of my right. film like i don't right. know that that's true or false i i have no idea i know spike usually does films very quick you know it's not a long thing but the beginning has a bit of that. Like, okay, I'm at nine. And the funny thing is I'm trying to remember everything because I did. I actually watched this in the theater um, and I hadn't seen it. Like I, I saw this ages ago oh, and I right. remember a lot of it. I may forget some of the specifics of stuff, but I remember thinking even all the way back into the summer because, I mean, it was out in August and what a weird time, right. you know, as far as current events goes to have watched it. Cause there was a lot of stuff going on in the summer. Um, yeah, it'd be great if it came out right now. It would be, yeah, it would be really <laughs> weird. Um, I remember thinking the first scene with Alec Baldwin, though great to have Alec Baldwin is absolutely unnecessary to do anything for yeah. the film. You take that five minutes out and we're already in the film. So I'm like, well, okay, what are you doing? There's a scene later where um, not to sound, stupid or dismissive but there's the what i assume was going to be the obligatory scene where spike did in fact have a, a black guy talking about the history of things and i'm like i get that but i just didn't feel that scene worked as well either it felt too um drop the record scratch here's the lesson and then we're going to pick it up again right. in a minute like i just that didn't work for me either there's a character in the film that became like so weirdly misplaced um, I think his name was Ivanhoe. He was the dumb redneck. The the bit the, who, the like fat guy. Who yeah. Dumb who one? at first when you see him is absolutely dangerous, and then later every single incarnation you see him off camera, they hit him with a sledgehammer in his head and make him dumber because all he has to do is go unga bunga me right, don't right, like right. black, and and he was actually sort of a strangely interesting character, but he's indicative of something going behind the scenes of everything that I loved, and I loved the majority of it, I gave it a nine, I would have given it a 10. It just had all these little things every 20 minutes that were bothersome. He more so, because all he is is a foil to be something that he originally wasn't. If you want a character to be that dumb and that, like, go do whatever I say, then have one. But he's not the same character I saw a half hour ago. Right. And it was just a lot of weird... Not a lot. It was several instances of weird misplacements in the film that it just seemed like a better editor 
who wasn't Spike Lee would have caught and been like, it's faster without this. Right. And the best thing I can say, because people see the first five minutes, you know, and you're like, that's cool and all, but totally unnecessary. Like, yeah. that's how I felt the, the worst of it was. The, there's, you know, there... I'm not a huge Spike Lee fan. I'll say that just to start with, right? Um, I mean, I like a lot of his movies. I like a lot of his stuff. I don't love many of his movies, though, right? I I like a lot of his movies. Right. There are a couple that I love. Yeah. But right. he's made a lot of movies. Most of his movies I don't really love. Yeah. He's got kind of a thing at this point going where if you look at all, watch all his movies like back to back or whatever. Yeah. He's got kind of this thing where he shows you... It's like being in film class. Right. He shows you some of his movie. Then he like pauses for a while. Yep. And tells you why it's really good. Right. And what we're doing and why we're doing it and everything. And then we see a little bit more Picks of the movie. Picks up the film. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and yep. he does that in every movie. And in this movie, it's kind of irritating. That's what I was, that's what I was so, saying about that. It's hard to pinpoint it without sounding so insensitive culturally or racially or anything. But maybe that's the success of some Spike Lee stuff when they're talking and that lesson comes in in the middle of the film. Yeah. And I'm just like, I I get it. Man, I understand just, this, but just, just keep, tell me the film. Ju- yeah. Because what I just want. Just keep doing it. I want more of Washington and Driver. They're so good together and I'm having so much fun and I'm loving the film. Like, I'm with right. you. I like a lot of Spike's films, but I don't love them. I'm loving this. This is so crazy and kooky. And then you derail it. And when you derail it, you might as well throw the house lights on. It's because really I'm hard, out of the film. It's, it's really hard to yeah. get uh, any. I think anyway. You know, he gets back. Yeah, he does get back. But to like, it. then it takes a while to get right. back, and then it's you know a different kind of work that you have to do to get back. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then the farther you go into the film, the harder it gets because there are prob- other problems right. with the film. Especially for me, the fact that Topher Grace is just outclassed. Right. Like, he just, right. he is not the guy. I mean, you know, okay. I, I love him in right. the right things. Sure. Right. And mm-hmm. I love that 70s show. He was awesome in it. Yep. It, whether the show was good or not, like, he actually was really good in that. Yep. He's been really good in other things. Yeah. He can't handle this movie yeah <laughs> you've said He's something at one point years ago and it, and it sticks with me i mean i've heard a variation of it but it's almost like when you put your dad's suit on and you think you're an adult right like, it's not that topher is forever iconoclastically pigeonholed you know as this character but i needed an older more mature David Duke, but he's not. Topher David wasn't Duke, it. Right. I couldn't see anybody other and than this guy wearing his dad's suit. And it doesn't have to actually be an older person. No, this is the age that we're trying to that's, be, or whatever. That's fine. But he he kind of but is. I feel like he they looks, were going. <clears throat> he looks like he is the first time he ever yeah, wore a suit. It, just a little <laughs> bit. And I liked his performance very well. I I but I just felt like that that could have been pushed or up. or that it, could have been good. or it was almost like you know he had he had the lines. So right. he can memorize the lines. He knew exactly what lines he was going to say, right? right? Right. But then it wasn't until he showed up that day that they said, oh, you're David Duke. Right. And he's like, oh, uh, okay, now right. I know right. all the lines. Right. Now I have to be David Duke. Um, yeah. okay. It's like this. Yeah. And, then, right. and then he just did it. But I don't know. He was he was distracting. Um, there were... But well. so, but so the whole movie, um, you go through, you know, the the black guy for whatever reason calls the clan, 
Yeah, I think and he was like, just having what? a joke. Like, yeah, he's he like, was whatever. Just, it was just I'm like Ron Starworth, right? whatever. He wanted to... White man name. He wanted to yeah. be undercover. <laughs> yeah. He wanted to be in something of oh, undercover yeah, right. because yeah. that's how you like move you up. You advance up, yeah. And I thought it was, it, it was kind of <laughs> hilarious and they went through it really quickly, but it was yeah. hilarious because he, you know, he's early black cop, right. basically. And he wanted to go undercover because he's like, look, I'm a cop now. Take advantage of this. Right. 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 I'm a, I could go anywhere and, yeah. and be undercover and man, I could get in. Right. Mm-hmm. And the old white cops are like, yeah, right. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. So I don't know. He, as some sort of goof or whatever, he was like, well, sign me up. I don't know. He got this thing. He he had a thing that said, like, call this number right, or whatever. Right. So he's like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> and he calls I got and he's like, hey, I want to join and yeah. I hate black people. Right. That was a great scene, yeah. too, when... Uh, all the other cops turn around. They're like, what? They're like, what is he saying? Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> and and, uh, and then he gets in, and then, you know, we kind of move through the paces of getting in, and mm-hmm. Adam Driver has to be in, so, be him, so he can go meet the people, right. and the whole thing, and it was, it was really good, and it was funny, <laughs> and it knew when to be funny. It did. And it knew when to not be and it, funny. And it knew when to shift from being scary then, to the fun again. And yeah. then it threw, and then, yeah, you're, you're completely nervous yep. about what's going on. It was a great scene where Adam Driver's in trouble. I yeah. love that scene. If there could be a scene like that in every movie I watch, <laughs> I'd be, I'd be good to go. <laughs> He's like in trouble. So now the actual black cop runs up, throws a, rock through the window and then drives away and Adam Driver like mid stride grabs the gun out of the that guy's awesome. hand and starts shooting at him Yep, because he's like the world's greatest shot. Right. And we know he's going to miss and him. And he can but miss but be really close yeah. or whatever. Yeah. That was an awesome I scene. I loved it. I have to wonder how many times they had to film that yeah. uh, to make that look so Maybe just once. So he's smooth. badass. Yeah. Maybe. But, I don't know. Uh, but that scene was great. When that scene was happening yeah, I, I was sitting there going, "What the right?" Like, yep. oh, that scene was great. And then you get, like I said, you get some comedy. Um, everyone in the movie is a little bit funny, mm-hmm. right? But they're funny in like a realistic way. Like you have a funny coworker, and yeah. he says funny things sometimes, right? And whatever, right? And then you kind of you know balance that out with the uh, the redneck kkk wife right right all of a sudden shows up that was that was oddly hilarious it was it was she was she she was just like going (laughs) about her business i'm baking a pie (laughs) what black people are we gonna kill right And, (laughs) and everything is just like so routine for her and she's clearly you know she i thought was a perfect example of being as stupid as you could be right and yet actually do what you're doing. Right. Because what she and, needs to do later. Her, yeah. Her being in the same thing with, like you said, that that one guy yeah. is just so stupid. He's yeah. like, you know, caveman or right. whatever. And he's just going, oh, well, and he wasn't always like either. Just, yeah. He just, had but a to weird have thing. both of them, yeah. you're like, look, you know how to do it. Right. <laughs> right? right. You got her over there. I, anyway. I love when they're having this conversation and Adam Driver basically just says to him, like, this is your life, but this is my job. I don't want to get shot at work. Right. You know, and it's just, 
There was something that's really weird you said that. There was something really strangely electric about the build up, the tension, and the way that he does take that gun out of that guy's hand and shoot. That scene stood out for me weeks after I saw yeah, it. Yeah. And I'm like, whatever yeah, the, was working, the whole thing when everything he's under is there vibrant and, and you can see perfect. him and and yeah. Adam Driver you can't give enough credit in this scene no. to Adam Driver from was amazing. from start to finish. When he's sitting there and mm-hmm. you can see him like planning exactly what right. he's going to do the yep. instant this goes wrong. Yeah, right. And, 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 it's, and it's quickly going he's wrong. He's looking around the room. Yep. He's like, how do I get out of here? This mm-hmm. is how I'm going to take him out. Yep. But I'm trapped in this house. Where am I going to go then? He's just, he's sitting there playing and he's not doing anything. Right. Right. He's right. not like. He's not actively looking around like yeah. a scared rabbit or whatever, but you can just see that he's sitting there yeah. scared out of his mind because he thinks he's about to, like, th- if this goes sideways, he's gone, right. right? And he's just plotting it out, and it's so good. There, I wasn't wild about the the Ron Stallworth love stuff, not because I didn't want a love story going on. Yeah, I just yeah. thought it was strangely tertiary to everything that was happening, and I get... There's a good scene when they're walking and the cinematography changes. Not that we love talking about that, but the cinematography changes when they're walking at night and it's beautiful and it's yeah. just like I'm seeing an outtake from a different film. I remember thinking that was weird, though I get you got to humanize Stallworth. You want to try to be yeah. like, look, he's, and there's a lot of social stuff going it, on. It was, try, it was trying a little too hard to just be like just the didn't connection work. to having like the Black the Panthers be right. in the movie. And then, and then I got a little irritated at I love the guy, I, you know, quickly, but I love the guy who basically doesn't trust Adam Driver. He thinks he's a cop all right. the time, and he's trying to catch him all the time. Right. And it's real fun, Acme Roadrunner kind of stuff, because <laughs> right. he's really trying to put him in a bind. And Adam Driver's just so slick and so smart, and he's a dangerous redneck, so he's not right. dumb. He's pretty cunning. I didn't believe at the end how much he was spending to get Adam Driver when David Duke comes to town and Stallworth... White Stallworth is in the room. You just go call Ron Stallworth and see if he picks up the phone. <laughs> right, and I'm like, right. that's the easiest solution. You don't have to wonder about anything. And if I can think about that, why aren't you? You know, there, right. are, there are things in certain movies where I'm like, you can't have me outthink you if you guys are the smartest in the room. Yeah. But what a fun friggin' movie. Anyway, And, and yeah. definitely go see that. I, I mean, I almost watched it again just because I was having a blast thinking about it. I'm like, right. well... I got to see all these other films. Maybe I'll watch it some other time. Right. But I, I'm looking forward to seeing it again. Yeah, at some yeah. point, it's uh, it's really good. And I, and I think, I mean, uh, people really will fun. think I'm crazy, but I think uh, a huge comeback actually for Spike Lee. I do because too. I, because the last couple of things he's done, but I don't know that it landed I, very I strong. We're really kind of meh. Yeah. No, it didn't. It didn't. Uh, it might have a different life on cable or video. Uh, or you know, rental or whatever. I hope so because that's solid. I think like, that's great. I, I think that the more people start talking about it, yeah. Uh, all right. Anyway, now we're almost out of time, and we got to do the favorite. So this would be easy. Uh, <clears throat> nah. We're gonna uh, sort of, I guess, do this quickly. We might talk about it again next time. Maybe yeah. I guess because we got like five minutes. Um, yeah. We did pretty good to rattle off what we did, though. So, yeah. So the favorite is, uh, as we mentioned, it's Yorgos Lanthimos. He did uh, Dogtooth. Um, lobster. The Killing of the Sacred Deer. Killing of the Sacred Deer. The Lobster. Uh, Colin Farrell movies. Yep. Uh, everything he's done before, 
really weird. Yeah, and <laughs> right? really engaging in, in and, weird ways. And uh, and now, okay, so now, since we're probably not going to get to talk too much about this, I have to make you go first because you are making, like, ugly faces about this No, movie. no, I'm just, I'm just having <laughs> so fun. So I'm, I'm going to make you go first. The, What'd you give it? I gave it a nine. And I would have maybe given it a 10 if it had just shorn up a little bit. I'm not in overly critical mode, um, even though I feel like I'm, I'm in overly critical mode for the show, but not when I'm watching. The you're films. like sitting here. I wish we we got to get like on camera YouTube stuff. No, I know. Whatever. I was doing that for you're the fun. Here I was like sitting there because I know you loved three. it. I know you loved it. Giving um, it a three. I I had such a blast with it, even though I don't. I I was so I was a little confused about the beginning. Only after I got past the midpoint that when I finished the film, I watched the first half hour again. And though I understood everything that was happening because I obviously saw the end already. The first 20 minutes, though interesting and engaging, they just didn't feel like the rest of the movie to me. This was one of those films that the longer it went on, the more comfortable and more fun it got, which is, I guess, what you want. You don't want all the fun to be in the front and then to have it land badly. I just felt like there were too many scenes of people walking down too many corridors, not doing anything that should have been shorn up because it happens too many times. For me, and this is just a small nitpick, but there were some times where I was not, I wasn't distracted and I wasn't disengaged from the film, but I was just kind of like, well, let's, let's, let's go. Come on. There are a lot of scenes that work really well. There's so many funny lines in the film. Um, I had to go back and I threw captions on to get a couple of them because I'm like, I'm going to tell somebody this, you know, this is fantastic. All the women are fantastic in this film. I believe without any difficulty the story and the situation that they're in. I love that the guys are absolutely secondary or tertiary there. Nicholas Holt is so much fun, and and he surprised the hell out of me. But he's not even necessary. Once again, true story. True story. (laughs) And and to the degrees of it all, but I, I just love how these two women from these two stations in life, one comfortable, one not, begin to vie for the love and affection and passion of, of a the crazy queen, person of, of a queen who is literally roaming the halls showing everyone the emperor has no clothes kind of right. like just as the scenes where olivia's running around and she's like where am i where am i and one of the the pages is like you're in the west hall she's like shut up don't talk to me right. where am i you yeah. know and i'm like oh my god <laughs> right. and then they dress her up stand her up and she makes military decisions right you know and i'm just like this is madness, and, and you've got and, uh, and you've got Rachel Weiss right. is uh, Sarah Malsborough, you the, know, second in command, right? Or basically, she is uh, a lady, yeah, and is part of like you know the court or whatever. Mm-hmm. But basically, she is the person who is you know trying to steer this ship, yeah. Right, right. she's and like afloat, and every, she's yeah. like behind the scenes, telling yeah. her what to do all the time, and you know the whole thing, yeah. And uh, and then somebody comes in. Yeah. So uh, I gave it a ten. Yeah, I, I figured you were. I, I wrote down ten for you. I I knew I you were gonna loved yeah. almost everything that happened in the movie. Yeah. And the thing that's really weird. So it's weird, as we mentioned, uh, for Lanthimos mm-hmm. to be doing something that has some basis in truth, right? Or, and, because yeah, right. everything he's done so far. Yeah. It's some, uh, you know, it's fiction, the lobster. Man. Right. It's, like it's, a, it's a world that you doesn't will exist. will turn into an animal, <laughs> right. whatever the hell's going on. <laughs> and and it's, 
you know, it's brilliant in that movie that they never explain anything. Right. You just accept it. That's the world. They <laughs> just have people actually live like they would <laughs> yeah. in that world. Right. They don't have to give you like a map. Yeah. Right. And stuff happens and it doesn't make any sense and you just have to roll with it. Right. right. It's like uh, it's like a boy and his dog. Right. Right. The It's right. just magic. It's that. Yeah. Or whatever right. it is. Yeah. We're not going to tell you. Right. Because <laughs> right? if we start, it's midichlorians. And, and, and it's that. so it's so weird that this movie is based on reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this is inspired by true events or whatever it is. Right. She's the real queen. It's the real person. It's the real, real two af- people. And they had a real affair. It's the, it's yeah. uh, both of these women are mm-hmm. real women. And you know, by the time I got like three quarters of the way through the movie, I already loved it anyway. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But by the time I got that far in the movie, I was like, you know, this is like, he found something Shakespeare wrote. Right. Like this is so weirdly Shakespearean. Yeah. Right. If you, you know, look at something like Macbeth. Right. And here's Shakespeare hundreds of years later going, ah, something happened that's sort of true like this, (laughs) but also I'm going to make it all crazy and have like this whole story and witches and what the hell, you know? And it's that kind of thing. Like there's no magic or witches or craziness or whatever, but, but it just felt so much like you were watching some, adaptation of Shakespeare with just the like backstabbing mm-hmm. and create the, the things you have to do because the queen is bonkers. Right. <laughs> and, and people suspect, but they don't know yet, but they're trying to figure it out. And there's a slow, and there's nothing coup. you can do anyway, even right. when you figure even it if you out. Got it, right? Right? Even and, if you got it. And right. you've got like Nicholas Holt is kind of the main guy on the other side. Yeah. Who uh, is not, you know, whatever. I mean, the whole parliament bullshit, whatever it is. Sure. And he he knows, right? And it doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter a thing because <laughs> she's the queen. You can't you know? do anything right. about it, and all you can do is try to, you know, like uh, Emma Stone is. Right. Uh, all you can do is try to get yeah. on the right side of the crazy, yeah, right, <laughs> and see what and happens from there. there. Yeah, and the the whole movie where you go from who Emma Stone is at the beginning, yeah. To who she is at the end when she's stepping on the rabbit's throat. Yeah. And you know exactly how she got there and you believe that she got there. Yeah. You believe that she's a completely different person. Yeah. Because basically she's sort of got like her own PTSD kind right. of thing. Like she had to live through this and now mm. here's what came out the other end. Yeah. And, oh, I, I thought it was awesome. It, it's awesome to see... That it isn't just a prescription, but it's actually like a graduation of her character and and to some extent Rachel Weiss's, but she's basically who we see anyway all through the film. She's just never right. tested. R- right. The closest we get to her being tested is from Harley, uh, Nicholas Holt. But she can easily take him. Like right. this is, it's like no contest. And I mean, in a time of female empowerment, this is it where she's just like, he snarls at her in the first scene and she right. just stares him down. I had so much because, fun with because the, basically she's the queen. She, and she is, knows it, and, she, and even and if she, she acts like it, right? And all she and the actual queen is it's like her eight year old kid. Is and when the queen. she's and when she's and in she's the background, just in and she says, you know, Queen Anne, does this sound right to you? And she's like, Yeah, whatever you want. And then she just looks at everyone else in the court and is like, I'm running show, right? You know that, and 
to have things happen and the precipitation that they do was believable. It was engaging. It was entertaining. It, it was a little distracted at times, but I, I can't fault him for it. I love this guy. I love his work. I'm so happy that he can take someone else's work because he didn't do anything. This was not written by him, not not screen, but he didn't have anything to do with this the way that he's done all of his other films. And I think he's going to be doing a lot of fun stuff going forward. I don't want to lose the lobster from him, right? right. But I want to see more of this from him, and strangely from them. Like they were, there's no weak parts of this cast at all. I had to, I had to stop. My girlfriend wanted to know what was going on. There's a scene where early on, where Holt is walking with Emma Stone, and he's just trying to get her on his side because he needs inside information. And he stops and he's like, "Oh, look, a wren!" And she looks and, and, and then he, he pushes her down a ravine. Right. And then you hear thumble, 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 ugh, thumble, thumble, ugh. And then he pauses. He says, "Oh, you're all right, you know." And I'm like, <laughs> right. "I'm in Monty Python land. <laughs> right. Like this is actually really strangely that was engaging. So great, though. but it's so much fun, so believable. And my nitpickings actually are just that. Like I just had a few yeah. small things along the way. I wish they had done differently. By the time it ended, I was watching it, going, "Man, I have actually taken a journey on this." That right. sounds so weird, but when when everything is finalized and the credits are rolling, I'm like, "I came along. Like that was some." That was some shit. Right, right. Like that was great. Yeah, it was. Uh, and and everything that happens. This is another movie where, um, if you want me to give a movie a ten, yeah, and you've got nothing else. Right. I mean, let's say you've got <laughs> nothing going for you. Right. You can't get any good actors. Uh-huh. You can't. You know, whatever. This for me is just like the movies that ended up being my top movie of the year, like the last couple of years. Yeah. Right. If you want me to give your movie a 10, just make everything I'm watching have a reason that I'm watching it. Right. And not just like, uh, I don't know, let's have this scene and we have to get there right. and, you know, whatever. Right. Everything you watch happen, you're it's happening for a reason. Mm-hmm. Even when we're walking down corridors too many times I or get whatever. It. I know, and I get and, it, but and, come on. Uh, no, I, well, I, I think so, especially like when, uh, when Rachel Weiss is doing it, right? Mm-hmm. When she is, you know, she is like just displaying her ownership of this place yeah. for herself. Right. 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 Just, she's just walking around the castle just because she can. Right. And you watch her do it and you're like, Whatever it is that happens, you're like, I know why I'm watching yeah. this, and it yep. just that in itself it's is solid. so impressive. And you know it, that is very similar uh, to all his other movies. Yeah, all, he, whether, even if you hate all his right. other movies, there's right? not a lot of wasted storytelling. But though. everything that happens yeah. is like, here is exactly why I'm watching this happen. And yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it was great. All right, uh, that's we're overtime already. We got to go. We will be back in a couple weeks. Yep. Well, we will probably review every other movie <laughs> right. that Ever came made. out the whole year. Uh, we we will uh, get to Mary Poppins and uh, other musical, huh? other big things. Uh, yeah. Come your way. We haven't gotten to a Star Is Born yet. I'm going right. to say right now before we even uh, review a Star Is Born because next time we we will have that. Yeah. Man. That movie for me is is like talk about the emperor has no clothes, right? Oh yeah. I you know, that movie was a dumb movie the first time they made it. <laughs> yeah. It was a dumb movie the second time they made it. It was a dumb movie the third time they made it. Yeah. And it's still a dumb movie. Yeah. And not only is it a dumb movie. I don't know what it is about everyone loving this story. Yeah. 
it's a goofy story. Yeah. At, at best. <laughs> this is and, good. And Lady, I don't know why I want Lady to watch Gaga this is not good. Oh, no. I mean, so you're a seven. If she did, if she was doing the, I mean, seriously, like, uh, you know, pay no attention to the story. Right. Just watch her act. Yeah. Like you were like watching the dailies. Right. Like scene by scene. Yeah. Line by line. And keep she, writing the checks. She's not feel like, good. Okay. I yeah. mean, so she right. sings and she can sing. This, this is one of those movies, right? It's yeah. like, it doesn't matter. This is, this is the movie equivalent of. Uh, you know, like the Mona Lisa, right? right? Like everyone said it was good before anyone ever saw it. Right. And, and it just stopped. And then it's And stuck. now it's good. Right. right. Anyway. Well, that's uh, a sneak peek. Yeah. There's your sneak peek. Mark uh, hates so, that. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see you in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in yeah. and uh, tell all your friends that uh, they have to listen to us. Right. Bye. Hey listeners, on behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by areyouscreening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to areyouscreening.podbean.com or areyouscreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night. <laughs>